Welcome to Enrichment Today podcast, hosted by Dr. Amy Christine Blancet. This podcast covers topics to build stability and find tranquility in your life. Join us to discuss topics to improve your financial health, change your limiting beliefs, improve your wellness, and so much more, all to increase your self-sufficiency. If you like this podcast, make sure to follow the Enrichment Today podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and follow the Drew Lewis Foundation on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. You can also check us out on our websites, enrichmenttoday.org and drewlewis.org. Now sit back, relax, and learn to break some crayons with us. Hi, welcome back to Enrichment Today. Appreciate you listening into our podcast. I'm Dr. Amy Blancett, faculty at Missouri State and the CEO of the Drew Lewis Foundation. Today I have with me Jim Ferguson, um, and Jim and I are going to talk about the importance of setting goals and the steps that it takes, uh, or how we take those steps to achieve those goals. Um, Jim, would you like to introduce yourself today? Okay, I'm Jim Ferguson. Uh, I'm chairman of the board of Heart of America Beverage Company, which um, I've just been in that position a few years. I was president for many years. My children have taken over. And uh, prior to that, I practiced law and uh, spent my entire life in Southwest Missouri other than my education. Love it here, and I'm happy to be here today. We're happy to have you in this area as well. He's a great addition to the community. So Jim and I were talking about goals to prepare for this, and he made a statement, and I really like this statement and the idea that it kind of will carry through our theme. But he said it's hard to separate goals and dreams. And we talked a little bit about how a dream, we all have them, right? We see it either whether it's some life that someone else is living on social media that someone may want to, to eventually achieve, or it's the things that we set for ourselves. Um, but it really doesn't become a goal until it's written down or we create action. And today, that's what I want to talk about. So um, I wanted you to kind of start by sharing that journey that you've had from um, getting a law degree and then going ahead and just giving that up and uh, starting into the uh, becoming a distributor. So how did that happen? Um, and how do you feel that kind of that turning dreams into goals worked for you? I was, I was really lucky is what it comes down to. But I think, uh, as Amy said, dreams are important, but until they are written down, until you have a, a plan to get to them, that's all they are. They're just a dream. And when you want to turn it into a goal, then you have to take action. I was lucky. I had a dream of being a Coors Beer wholesaler. Um, I was practicing law. I was happy practicing law. I was home here in town. And one day they announced they were coming here, and I said, gee, that's something I really want to do. And that day, which was August 3rd, 1977, it became a goal instead of just a dream. And I wrote off to the brewery and asked them, how, how does this work? And uh, they sent me an application, and it went from there. There you go. All right. So um, why do you think goals matter? Well, because I don't think until you set a goal and a direction that you wish to go, you have no idea how to get there. Uh, you're just kind of wandering around and doing nothing, or at least nothing productive, to accomplish whatever you want to do in life or uh, in your personal life or in your, in your employment life. Once you set a goal, uh, you have steps to get there. That gives you direction and shows you the way you have to go to, to succeed. Absolutely. So one of the things that it's been difficult for me to understand for people who don't set goals, I, I can't imagine living life not setting goals, but the biggest thing about individuals who don't set goals, to me, um, I feel like it's like ping pong. 
every day you wake up and you're knocked over here because that's, I don't know, maybe your phone dings at you and tells you you're supposed to be over here. And then the next thing, your phone rings or, or you know, someone calls and now you're over there, or your boss tells you and now you're over here. And just all day long, you're just kind of shifting to the next. And at the end, how do you know that the day was productive? Or how do you know that you did the things that you were supposed to be doing? So yeah, the, the goals, they really matter when it comes to finding that path in the day and, and making sure it's a productive day. Um, and so when you think about the idea of goal set, setting versus ping-ponging, um, how do you define setting a goal or what is it like for you when you create this, this dream into a plan? Well, I think the very first thing is you write the goal down on a piece of paper in your notebook, maybe on your computer today, I don't know. But I, I simply said, okay, I want to become a Coors Beer Home Center. You, maybe your goal is I want to get a job wherever. Right? I want to, whatever it is you want to accomplish, once you write it down, okay, now you've got a goal. And that also forces you, I believe, to say, well, what are the steps? How can I get there? I've written this down. What do I have to do to do that? That also forces you uh, to write down the steps that are going to be necessary to get there, as opposed to ping-ponging, which a couple of days that you'd have to get up and say, I, I accomplished nothing. I'm yeah. nowhere different than I was two days, a week ago, whatever. Absolutely. Now, you had mentioned when you decided that you were going to be a distributor that there were 24 questions that they sent you. Yes. And you knew the answer to all of them, right? <laughs> I didn't know the answer to more than three or four of them. <laughs> Name, address. Name, address. Uh, you probably had to look up your date of birth. <laughs> yeah, and, and put together a resume. No, I didn't know the answers to almost any of them. So what did you do to find the answers? Well, once again, I started saying down things in writing. I had to go visit other wholesalers. Uh, I went to Grand Junction, Colorado, Corpus Christi, Texas, Topeka, Kansas. Went to Jeff City. They were just all about steps, trying to find out the information, gathering the information to answer these questions, and calling experts or people who knew the answers uh, in order to come up with a proper answer, or the best answer you could, uh, to fill out that application. There wasn't really a correct answer. There was a, a, the whole thing was, can you show us what you would do to create this business? And I had to call people and ask, yeah. ask a lot of questions. Educate yourself by bringing others who knew the answers um, and, and creating your community that would help you define that versus going at it on your own thinking you had everything and you could do it alone. I knew as much about the business of beer wholesalers as I did about uh, brain surgery. <laughs> uh, I knew nothing and fortunately people were kind enough to help me. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a big one. So uh, what type of goals motivate you? Is it setting one that's five years down the road that's going to take a bunch of steps um, or it's more personal? When you, when you think about goal setting and getting things done, what's, how do you motivate yourself to do them? Well, in my life today, it's more personal and more short term just because I'm pretty much retired now. Uh, I'm still active with the business, but my CEO and my kids don't really need, sometimes they don't want my input. <laughs> Uh, so I'm, I've become much more of a short-term goal setter. Uh, when I was younger and I wanted to get the path in life, well, I wanted to go to law school or when I wanted to go to college or any of those things, that was a long-term goal and then I had to figure out how I could get there. So I think it depends a lot on where you are in your life as to what type of goals you set. Absolutely. No matter what, you better have goals, I think. Yeah, every day. Or like you said, in retirement, 
very quickly you can look at several days of past and you know what value did you get out of those those days or gifts what what value did you get out of them yeah, absolutely sometimes you wake up after a day or two or even a week and say i really haven't done much i need to go get, i need to go do something for the community something for myself i need to keep my brain working whatever it's it's a little different in retirement yeah it really is yeah so when you think about, uh, one of the things we teach in our class with RISE is a vision board. So we have individuals go and actually collect images or, or really daydream. What was that process for you like when you were creating your vision or your dream? Um, what did being a beer distributor mean or what did that look like to you? You know, I'm not a very visual person to be honest with you. So I don't have any, I didn't have any things on the wall or anything like that. Being a beer, being a Coors beer distributor, not just, not just a beer distributor. That's, that is Coors very clear, Coors. Uh, I had read about their family. I've read about their company. I knew they made great products. I had some friends, or I had a friend in the beer business, Charlie Brown up in Lebanon, Missouri, who was a great friend. And even though he sold that other kind of beer, he <laughs> helped me as I went through my uh, process. Uh, and for me, it's just, okay, I'd like to do that because I love the family, I love the beer. Seems like a fun business, you know, and uh, it all was just oh, trying to think of the right word. It, it was just something that I really thought would be great, and turns out it was. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for listening to Enrichment Today, brought to you by the Drew Lewis Foundation. At the Drew Lewis Foundation, we educate, empower, and support underserved families through personalized programs and coaching to increase the quality of life and build resilient communities. If you like Enrichment Today, make sure to follow Enrichment Today and Drew Lewis Foundation on social media. And now, back to the show. So did anyone tell you throughout your life being goal-driven and, and having this very different vision than setting out for law school, that you set your expectations too high? No, I think I'm pretty lucky. My parents were both very supportive. Uh, when I succeeded, they said, congratulations. When I failed, I said, well, did you try your best? I'll never forget my dad. I came home with a really bad grade in physics my junior year in high school. I was despondent. <laughs> and I told my dad, and he said, well, did you try your best? I said, yes, sir, I did. He said, that's all you can do. Yeah. So they were supportive whichever way I went. So I don't think I ever had anybody say, no, your, your goals are too high. Too high. That's awesome. You had mentioned, though, that you've had um, individuals tell you that you, um, in essence, I don't know if the word's right, but you care too much for others or that you set those expectations that include other people's responsibilities. Can you share a little bit about that? I've had people in the past tell me that. I, I feel responsible for, uh, obviously, I think we all do for our families, our children, our wife, husband, whatever. But I also, uh, over the years, felt very responsible for my employees. I've tried to do good things for them, retirement plans, um, health insurance, all of those things, because I do feel that you have a responsibility uh, to the people who work for you, or the people around you, your friends and neighbors. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've had, uh, I've been questioned once or twice, well, why do you feel responsible for this or that? So, well, I just do. Yeah. It's something I feel like I ought to do. Yeah. Especially when you're driven, you set goals, and you know that you have the capacity to do it. Um, I think that that drive kind of plays into that. So, does it surprise you that uh, most Americans don't set goals? Yes. Yes, that does surprise me. <laughs> <clears throat> I find that hard. Well, I'll accept it because I guess it's fact, but it, it, it really does surprise me. 
Yeah. I just don't know how they get through their days and through their lives without setting mm-hmm. goals. When you mentioned luck, so I would say that individuals without goals probably end up lucky that things happen because they haven't necessarily created the date and the steps of when things should happen. You said you were lucky, but for a person who sets <laughs> goals and puts in the time and shows up, um, you know, luck definitely timing might have been right, but you also did your best. You put in the effort, you, you created those goals and moved forward. Um, so it probably wasn't all just luck. That's, that's true. I, I think uh, it may have been Ben Hogan, but a golfer, I think it was Mr. Hogan, was asked, you know, did, you know, you hit a shot, certain shot in the 18th hole in the U.S. Open in 1950 at Marion. That was, was that pretty lucky? And he said, well, I find the harder I work, the luckier I get. Yeah. And I think there's a lot that's of truth great. to that. But at the same time, you can work hard and do your best, but you, you've got to remember that the good Lord occasionally smiles on you and it's your lucky day. Yeah. And you should never discount. You don't do it all by yourself. There's For no sure. way. Never discount the help of others and, and just your good fortune. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so when you were growing up, did you have others around you that were setting goals? When you think about like this is kind of a behavior, it's, it's a habit. It's not something that you even have to work at anymore. So where did your knowledge or where did your practice of goals come from? It's hard to say. I think mostly my parents um, and possibly my high school guidance counselor, Paul Mullins. Uh, although by the time Coach Mullins got there, I was pretty much into setting goals. Uh, so I think it was just mostly my parents and what they had done and how they led their lives. And I saw what they'd achieved and I wanted to achieve it also. And that was just the way you were going to get there. Absolutely. Yeah, those modeled behaviors are you know so important, seeing others put those into action. Um, I remember the same, like late middle school, junior high, getting the the books that you would have of, you know, your schedule and you would have to go in and our teachers would make sure that we block those in. But then, and I don't even remember who it was, but at some point, one of the teachers had said, now go in and put your homework time. I was an athlete, so I had to have in practice and homework and when things were due. And so I started color coding and it almost became fun and pretty, right, as, as this pre-teen and teen to, to set my schedule. And I'm so thankful for that because it really did shape to where I'm able to time manage and prioritize and really work on something is due by when and whether it's internally making it happen or externally having some deadlines um, that drive to get them done. For me, it's mostly writing it down. I'm, I'm, as I said, not very good visually. My artistic skills were really, really bad. So yours isn't color-coded? No, it's not color <laughs> You don't put pretty flowers and spirals uh, no, and stuff on the I side? I didn't do that, uh, but I did write it down. I've, always, I've had lists since I was in the fourth or fifth grade, I think. I, mean, yeah. I know I had it in junior high. And uh, without that, I, I carry a book around with me almost all the time. It says, it's my brains, and without it, I'm lost. Yeah, so yeah. I have to, have to write things down. And it, it is amazing what goal setting does. Again, that idea of here's a thing that I want to achieve and I know I need this next step. In the RISE program, we really work with families to start with the idea of the vision. Um, if you're not that visual person writing down the story of what that might look like and the drive that's there, if you are a visual person, taking clip art from different means on 
online and, and putting together a collage of what does that even look like? Or if you want to become a lawyer, pictures of what a lawyer or, or the idea of being a lawyer, what does that mean to you? And, and making this collage or the story um, the first place you start. You've got to know where you want to go. And we kind of talked about that idea that it's like a map. You can't just say, well, I want to go to this place in Texas and, and get in your car and start driving. You have to have either now your phone tell you to turn right, turn left, or I still love uh, that I got to grow up with my parents traveling across the country with a big old atlas and they're, you know, the red mark and trying to flip to the, the bigger metro area and guide dad through the, you know, all the, the turns. Um, but, you know, that's that kind of bit of life, too, to where we have to have that map. We have to know where the next turn is. And we can't create those steps if, one, we don't know where we want to go. And two, if we haven't done the preparation of how do I get there? And so something as simple as the, the goal setting, creating that map can really shape a life. It can. I still use uh, AAA triptychs to go places and atlases. Uh, but I, I think I, I go back to high school. Okay, I wanted to go to college. How do you get there? We well, make good grades. You got to make good grades. Good. So that became my goal. I got into college. Okay, what do I want to do now? Well, I want to live in Springfield, Missouri. And I want to have enough money that I can live a good life in Springfield, Missouri. They were, it, was, it was a combination. I didn't want to just go to law school. That kind of came afterwards because I wanted to find something I could do here at home. And okay, I'm going to law school. I got to make good grades in college. Go to law school. Go to law school. Got to make good grades to get a job. So all of those things were just button points on the map to where I, get where I want to go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we're, uh, you know, the idea of goals and, and where we want to be, it never ends. Uh, that's the other thing is, is even in retirement, Jim is still writing things down and um, taking trips and having fun and reading books. He has a, a very large list of, of books that I'm going to uh, read as I'm in recovery as well. Um, and so, you know, goal setting is something that if you haven't done it, it is so simple. You can even Google goal setting, smart goals and start creating them. If you've never done it before, recommend that you start with a couple small things that you can achieve so you feel accomplished and, and can pat yourself on the back. Um, but really don't be afraid to dream big, to figure out where you want the next five years to look like and create your own strategic plan about your own life and what it's gonna take to get you there. Any last words you wanna share with us, Jim? Again, I'll go back to what you said, Amy. Uh, Without goals, you're just ping-ponging. I really cannot conceive of, of going through your life without goals. Uh, they're, they're not a burden. They're, they're an aid. They're in a, a, a way, like you said, a map to get to where you want to go. So uh, I, I would encourage anyone and everyone, get a dream, a goal. Start, like you said, small, a few steps. You find out you can do it, and there's no telling what all you might be able to do. Absolutely. So yeah, now we got to figure out is how do you separate dreams from goals? And as Jim said, start by writing them down. Create that first step, take the next, uh, and we can't wait to hear from you on what you're able to achieve by setting goals. Thank you today for listening in to our Enrichment Today podcast. We look forward to having you join us for future guests. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Enrichment Today podcast. 
If you liked this episode, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And visit our websites enrichmenttoday.org and drewlewis.org. Until next time, remember to break some crayons.